Hey friends, it's Jace. Oh yes, it's Char. And you're tuned in to Kiss and Tell Radio. A lemon pepper frog leg. No. It's so good. No. It is so good. You can't knock it until you've tried it. Hell no. We're recording, by the way. Oh, hello everyone. Hey, Someone get Char for these lemon pepper frog legs. First of all, Jace is not a fan. That's some country. You ass have you ever shit. have you ever tried have you ever tried a frog leg? I'm pretty sure I have when I was in Nola. Frog legs are delicious, Mm-mm. just like alligator is delicious. I've had frog um, chicken are- feet in China. Okay, now that's something that I've never had. Mm-hmm. But frog legs are a mix of chicken and fish consistency, texture. They are so good. Fried, though. I've never had them anyway other than deep fried with some lemon pepper seasoning. What? Oh, you are missing out. First of all, how do you, <laughs> even, how do you even catch a frog? They that's hop. not my That's not my business. Uh-uh. That's not my business. But I know that I, uh. I will I will delight in a frog leg or two. Mm. Is that out here in L.A.? I'm sure they have them. But I think it's at only like at select places. Probably like at a lot of Asian restaurants. Or Black Bottom. Asian. Asian rest, yeah. Asian restaurants have them, and buffets out here, like oh. the luxury buffets that I serve you the crab frog legs. Leg was like the the bayou treat. No, but the, but well, you know, there's a lot of parallels in a lot of Creole cooking, and specifically Vietnamese. What? Yeah, it's a lot of parallels. I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. New Orleans, I, mean, but I a, believe you. New Orleans has a huge, uh, and the Gulf Coast outside of New Orleans has a huge uh, Vietnamese population because some of those same fishing tricks that they use to get the shrimp mm-hmm. and the crawfish. With the cages in the water. You go yeah, check they, the water. they do that in Vietnam. It's really? a lot of parallels. Actually, that makes sense. It's That's a bizarre. lot of parallels, yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. to uh, welcome, welcome. another episode of Kiss and Tell Cat Radio. Thank you for all the love. Oh, oh my like, God. The abundance. <laughs> People are listening to this show that I had no idea listen that listened to this show. Look, let me tell you, give people the roses while they're alive <laughs> because you know we we see the numbers, we see the tracks, but we don't really know who we know we're in fifty countries. Amen. Yeah. We don't know who is listening to the tea on a weekly basis. Yeah. And when I tell you, y'all came out of the woodworks <laughs> with DMs, smoke signals, yes. tweets. Like we appreciate all the love. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We are happy we're back too. We got so, I got so many damn messages. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. But it feels good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And it's funny because like that we didn't have any agenda the last episode. We just got the mics. <laughs> right. We were sitting in Char's room just chit chatting, like, oh wait, hold on. That's what uh-huh. I'm saying. It's just like what what felt like just regular small talk with the damn headset on, you know, really went out there into the stratosphere. Yeah. And this was our first episode back. And it was a surprise. It was very Beyonce. Yeah. You know, stop it was the appropriate. World. Lion King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lion King. Speaking of Beyonce, this upcoming Saturday will mark 20 years, 2-0, since Destiny's Child released their sophomore album, The Writings on the Wall, Ooh. which spurred such hits like So Good mm-hmm. and Bills, Bills, Bills and Confessions mm-hmm. and Say My Name and Jumpin' Jumpin', just to name a few. Did y'all know that that was my first CD ever bought? Really? Mm-hmm. I my think first cassette was, was Immature. Okay. Um, and then my first actual CD disc was Rhymes on the Wall. Okay. For me, my first cassette, ironically, was The Little Mermaid. What? <laughs> it was ironic. <laughs> my parents gave me, because, you know, I come from a musical family. So I had, uh, I remember it was a red little cassette player. It was named My First Sony. That's what it was branded as. And it had like the big buttons and shapes for press and mm-hmm. I mean for play and rewind and things like that. And the first cassette that I had 
which is odd. It was two. It was Shaka Khan and Rufus. What? <laughs> because I used to sing, <laughs> tell me something good. Bow, bow. Who would buy a taller Shaka Khan? Well, the, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't buy it for me. It just was, I liked that song. And apparently my family, my aunts and uncles loved to see little three-year-old, four-year-old Char sing, tell me something good. I mean, I would have too bow. if I was that age. So uh, I had that and The Little In Mermaid. In the early 90s. And The Little Mermaid's official soundtrack. That I think that was my first cassette. And then my first CD was the Spice Girls. Mm. It was either mm-hmm. the Spice. I can't remember. It was either the Spice Girls or the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. The first album? Miseducation? Not a cussing on it. I had the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Um, yes, the first Spice Girls CD. Spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not Spice World. Just I used spice. to want the ring that they had. Remember they had the ring that says Spice on it engraved? Yeah. I know that I went out and I bought Chupa Chup lollipops because that's what Baby used to always Oh, suck on with the ponytails. And they were like sweet. Like they didn't have like fruity flavors. It was like chocolate eclair. Like, but I, (laughs) I ate them because that's what Emma Bunton. Shout out to Emma Bunton, baby spice. (laughs) Another fun fact. Her birthday is the 21st of January. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm. You know what uh, what an extra fun fact is? What? Nicole Murphy is a January 5th Capricorn. We're going to talk about her a little later. And the man she was seen kissing is January 19th. Family and friends. Now, Layla Rashawn is an Aries. She's she's April. But, uh, yeah, so let's talk about, let's do some TV roundup. Yeah, so Big Little Lies, season finale. I was satisfied partially with the season finale. The apex for me, of course, was the courtroom scene with Celeste. And then, of course, Renata wrecking shit. The the hot sauce. Those two things stood out to me. But it did hurt my feelings because I have such a soft spot for model train sets. (laughs) I've always been that girl. You know, when you're a kid and I feel like if you were if you were when you were a child, if you were socialized as a boy, I feel like they either throw Hot Wheels in your face or trains in your face. And yeah. I was just always a train. I, I, to this day, like when I when I get well off, I might have a room or a corner dedicated to model trains. I love what? model trains. I am obsessed with the damn model train sets when you can create oh, your own town God. and have little trees. And- that reminds me of um, what's that that show, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood? Oh, my. I was obsessed with Doon, 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 Trolley. Mm-hmm. What? Yes, love train. So to see Renata smash all of that, that hurt. What were some of your highlights from the episode? Um, I first of all, Bela Lies is my shit, and I know it did not get as much wow from the general public. Shit was trash. It was not trash. To shit me, it was trash. To me, to me. Um, that's my white drama show, <clears throat> peak white drama. Someone once told me, or tweeted me one time. Um, but definitely Renata is my favorite character. I definitely saw myself a lot in her. Because uh, the thing about Renata is that she, and it's funny because I, I don't know how it speaks to her self-esteem because she was very transparent with like, this is some bullshit that I'm dealing with and I don't deserve it, mm-hmm. but she never left. Right. And so I definitely. Which is common. Which is very common. And so, but you know, more like, uh, not Celine Dion. What's her name again? Celeste. Celeste. What's her name? Nicole. Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. As Oprah says. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was a little bit, she had a more difficult time being transparent about her traumas. And so I just really liked the wrecking of the train and her breaking I lo- her Americano mm-hmm. in the Starbucks. Because like when I go, do you know what a macchiato is? I've had a macchiato. So, I don't know the science of it. A macchiato is literally 
a double shot of espresso, and a little dollop of foam on top. That's it. I've got a caramel ma- macchiato. But see, there we go. The caramel macchiato is like a whole Americanized like coffee drink. So I used to work in like this restaurant and this coffee shop in the East Village in New York. So mm-hmm. we had to like know our coffees. Uh-huh. And so Starbucks a few years ago invited a caramel macchiato, which is like an ice sugary ass drink. And so yeah. when I, I remember the first time I ordered one at the Cheesecake Factory, I wanted a little shot of it. It's supposed to just get you awake with a little bit of thing and then go yeah. on. But they gave me this, you know, diabetic drink. And I didn't like it. And so when I go to coffee shops now, I feel like Alba Romanata asking for my macchiato, traditional, and no caramel. Speaking of caloric drinks at the Cheesecake Factory, Mm -hmm. never have. I think it's something something surrounding monkeys. Like crazy. What? (laughs) The drink's (laughs) title is something like Bathing Ape or Crazy Bananas or something. Don't ever have that drink. I had it one time. And the racism. I promise to God that drink is about 800 calories alone. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. And it is pure. Sh- it's tall. It's pure sugar. It's alcoholic. You all know what I'm talking. It's something with, I, with I bananas never. or apes or something. It's like crazy apes or something like that. Um, I definitely liked that um, the girl with the bangs got her life back. Celeste? Is that no, who we're talking about? No, not that one. The the, uh, the poor one. Reese Withers? Oh, uh, Shailene Jane. Woodley. Janie. Jane is the black one, isn't it? What? That's what? Bonnie. Okay, whatever. Oh, thank God Mama died. I mean, I don't want to think. <laughs> well, she didn't have, anybody. Bonnie didn't have any storyline this season. Bonnie was Aside depressed. from having a perpetual headache. That's not <laughs> a, st- a storyline. That's why this season was trash. Yeah, but she's also dealing with killing somebody and then now, her being the only black girl in this neighborhood. And she's the one that's. Who needed a storyline for season two? Ira suggested on Twitter that they should do a season three and that Renata needs to pick up and move to Atlanta, Georgia. What? And they should have, listen, because I'd watch this, (laughs) Renata in Atlanta, Georgia, and they do an all-black cast for season three and have the tagline be, new lie, I mean, same lies, new city, and have like every, oh, and Renata's going to work for Tyler Perry. I can't. I would watch this. I can't. Call up Nia Long and the Gabrielle Union. Her new life. Yes. Renata being the Kim Zolciak of this scripted show in Atlanta working for Tyler Perry. New I, city, same lies. I Big Little Lies season three. I can't subscribe because the Monterey aesthetic just gives me my life. Peak white okay, drama. Okay, well then let's have Nia Long. I love Laura Dern. And Dr. Sadler from Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, I love her too. But, I mean, thank God it's over. Yeah. Season two was painful. It wasn't painful. I liked it. Um, Euphoria, did you like last episode? Um, Oh, what all happened last episode? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did like last episode. The Halloween episode. party. Um, I loved that they showed the sociopathic nature of the quote-unquote good guy because that's often how the good guy trope works. Uh, the guy who was in the Ted Bundy Halloween costume trying to mm. force Cassie to have sex, trying to coerce sex out of her. And when she refused, he totally went on this misogynistic, you know, hateful-ass rant against her. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's oftentimes how, like, you have to be leery. Not that he branded himself as a good guy, but you, I always give a side eye to men who brand themselves as a good guy. Like I knew and also guys, know you have a boyfriend. Right. But I knew guys in college who would be in church all the damn time and mm. they in fraternities and, and walk around campus with the Bible. And they were literally some of the most abusive people that, you know, it came to surface that they were some of the most abusive people uh, to the women that they dated. And that's not to say that that's exclusive to that sort of aesthetic, but you have to be careful of people who brand themselves, men in particular, who brand themselves as a good guy. I liked that, that they, that they showed that aspect 
sister came in for a save because when um, McKay right. was, was checking those rooms, the I painter was like, from PBS. This is about to be crazy. She yeah, she was Bob. I forgot his last name, but that was the, her costume. Something. Um, and then of course, you know, I don't, I do not. I'm ready for Nate to go. Nate needs Nate to die. just represents so much for me, especially coming from the trans aspect, even though I've never been in the situation of Jules of being potentially blackmailed for something. Um, I don't even think blackmail against me would work. I would tell you, go. I'd call your bluff. Go. I do don't it. know any 18-year-old that's that calculated. Oh, these kids out here are sociopaths. Right. And I'm just like, I'm like looking at this. I'm like, I cannot imagine this going on at my high school. And there's a lot of parallels with euphoria with my upbringing in Riverside, the suburbs of Southern California. But I'm like looking at this like, no, we were just dumb. Like, you know, I told Char earlier today, like kids would come to school drunk on St. Patrick's Day. So by the time first period came around at, you know, 8.15. They're vomiting vomiting sick and red in the face. In the morning. Yeah. It's, a, it's like shit well, Chicago, like that. In fairness, Chicago has a huge Irish uh, population. We even dye the Chicago River turns green on St. Patrick's Day. So it's a big thing in Chicago. But Really? I yeah. They dye it green. Is that polluting the world? No. Is it's a, it's Chicago a, to blame for a rural climate? It's a green that is like environmentally friendly. Like it, it, it phases out. It like, But they've been doing it for years. I'm surprised you oh. didn't know this. It's like world famous. I think I've seen it before, but I thought it was just pollution. No. Most of our, most of the white people in Chicago are either Irish or Polish. We have huge communities of mm-hmm. both. And so, like, in my high school, I don't remember, but I might have been so far removed from it, so many degrees. Because remember, I didn't, I thought that if I had one sip of alcohol in high school, that my mm. dreams would be deferred. <laughs> so, I was so far removed from any type of conversation surrounding that, I wouldn't have even been privy if yeah. the girls were out here living euphoria lifestyles. Yeah. I just can't imagine, like, someone beating, sinking someone's apartment, beating them up, and then black, like, that whole thing is a little intense for an 18-year-old to process, Well, but nowadays... Not even just an 18-year-old, for anybody, I would look at it, if if they were 30, you know, I'd look at it like, what the, he's a full-on psychopath. Mm -hmm, He's a raging psychopath, and he needs to go. Without his high school diploma. I just want to tap my sis Jules on the shoulder and say, beloved, it don't have to be this way. Mm -mm. You literally have record on your cell phone from you all's conversations. All you got to do is throw your cell phone down on a detective's desk and explain to them everything that this man is doing. Like I set up. Everything that this boy is doing, you know? Because if I'm not mistaken, Nate was sending you pics too. We all saw Mm -hmm. Nate's penis Mm -hmm. when Maddie was going through the damn phone. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. We only got two episodes left of Euphoria. I'm going to be really? so sad when it goes off. We have this, this is a up- good show. We have this upcoming Sunday and then next Sunday. So it'll be mm. done before mid-August, and August starts, like, next week. So, uh, but the good thing is it was renewed for season two. Imagine if it had been canceled. That would have like, been sad. I would have cried. Yeah. <laughs> I legit would have cried. raggedy-ass kids. I legit they make my would have cried. I need at least <laughs> six seasons of Euphoria six. at the very least. That's how much of a good show it is. It's a good show, but you know, what's six season nowadays? I know. Scandal. Empire. Empire's on six season six. How to get away with murder is ending on its sixth season, which starts in the fall. Hmm. All right. So four shows. And then I guess the to round it up, let's discuss quickly discuss Pose, which I think personally has totally jumped the shark. Um, Pose. I was not that impressed with this Tuesday's episode. Me either. Or last Um, Tuesday's for me. I don't remember last Tuesday, to be it honest. It was Damon versus Ricky. I like that episode. Um, mm. But this week, it is, it kind of brought me back to... So one thing I enjoyed about Pose is that although it is a Ryan Murphy production, I liked that it was different from American Horror Story. 
still cool, still edgy soundtrack, all the different stuff. So it had all the it elements. It had all there. the elements. Yeah. Great acting, great storyline. But the whole witchy poo, hocus pocus, people coming back from the dead. This is my head, this is my hell. Like, I appreciated that this was kind of separate from that. And and now this week, Candy is the LGBT Grim Reaper. Yeah, in the A's Department of Heaven. Like, yeah. what's going on? I did not like <laughs> this episode. This episode felt like, in particular, if we want to talk specificity, this felt like American Horror Story Hotel plus Glee equaled this last episode of Pose. Oh, because Glee because of singing. The, all of mm-hmm. it, they spent over 50% of the episode singing. <laughs> and although I love when Billy Porter picks up a mic, I mm-hmm. love when I think her name is Patty, Patty Lapone picks up a mic. I love when MJ Rodriguez picks up a mic. It just was too It lacked storyline for me. I felt yeah. like the story arcs of this past episode happened all within the first 10 minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of dragged us by our eyelashes yeah. for the next 50 minutes or so. And so that's just. I, I mean, personally, I love everyone involved with the show. Uh, like I mentioned on my YouTube channel, I'm still going to support the show because these stories deserve to be told. I love anytime and a girl. And need a check. Right. I'm, t- I'm happy anytime a girl is getting a check. Mm-hmm. So Char is in it to win it. Pose got renewed for season three. I'll be watching that as well. I just feel personally that with the killing off of Candy, it, the show jumped the shark a little bit because for me as a viewer, it has not fully recovered. I feel like everything was good yeah. up until the Candy Murder episode. And, and now we're two episodes after that. And I'm like, mm. Mm. and I think we have four episodes left to pose. Oh, wow. And they just shot the finale this past week. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think that there's certain shows that have a great message. And what I see with Pose is that the message is there. But the storytelling with that message is not the, the story is lacking. So obviously we have like the age crisis in the eighties. This what season it is. Season one was flawless to me. Yeah, this practically season flawless. Yeah, yeah. But I'll season two, it feels like we're two. off the rails. Yeah, and what's so, going on, folks? Yeah, they're, like it's <laughs> like the age crisis, which I, is very important in addressing. Um, but I feel like the message is clear, but the story behind that is not, it's Because think of the premiere with the act up, with, with uh, Billy's yeah. character and Sandra Bernhardt's character. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it started off so good. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're teetering. So I, I'm going to hang in there and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. But I right now I'm not quite impressed. And I also never thought I'd see the day where Pray Tell became my least favorite character. I feel He's like... your least favorite character? Right, currently he is. Hmm. I feel like... You know, with respect to the storyline of the show, it's been, it's, you know, they jumped ahead two years mm-hmm. and a lot is happening to every character this season. But pr- to me, pray tell someone who I looked at as a as a as a as a mentor for the, the community at the time and someone who seemed grounded to me seems totally batshit crazy to me now. Like, I don't like I didn't like how yeah. mean he was to Candy in the murder episode. Um, it seems like a lot is going unaddressed versus season one. Pray tell was the one doing the addressing. And I get that it's, it's depicting how life can flip you upside down yeah, and turn you around. I but I don't like that. It's pray tell. He's such a, a figurehead within the, that community. And he seems to be the most lost character to me. Right. For sure. And I think, but also with that, that's very real. 
because it doesn't matter what you know level of stature or whatever you have. Like if you're dealing with some shit, you don't even know. I think how it's to the way that he's dealing with it. It comes across as childish to me. Yeah, you could revert back to a child if you feel like you're about yeah. to die. Well, okay, I'm turned off. Yeah. Pray tell is is currently my least favorite character. Yeah, I understand his character though for sure because I mean it doesn't matter like what social status you have in a community, what your responsibility is. I think once death and disease becomes a factor that you have to think about you don't even know how to act well i'm not i'm not saying in specifics to like his social status i'm saying that overall he seemed more grounded to me oh, last yeah. season no, and now was. it's like the where's the character development going for pray tell yeah hopefully next episode well, I don't know. Each teaser that I've seen, I have not been wowed. And I don't know if that's because I am <laughs> still holding on to the candy episode. Yeah. I felt that it was necessary story to tell because it's very real. But it's just something about the, the way that they went about it. Felt, yeah. I felt like there should have been some sort of buildup. And I feel like even the things that are coming out about candy today are things that deserve more time to process. Like when Candy was killed, it was just kind of dumped in our lap that she was do turning tricks on the side. We needed story buildup for that. And yeah. then this past week's episode with Candy revealing she was positive. We needed a backstory to that. I wish they would have explored and utilized more of Candy's storyline. Yeah. But was she really? I don't, yeah, I don't she know. She said she was positive. But was that her ghost or was that his imagination? That's Candy showing up talking to Pray Tell. I don't think he was imagining that she was positive. That's Candy saying that she was in life, that she was, and she kept her, her status private. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next week? Candy going to say her, her left leg is fake. Right. This is a prosthetic the want, whole time. And I want, whatchamacallit, what's her name with all the slashes in her name? Electra? Yeah, I want her to be mean again. Like, when she showed up to that protest, I was like, right, and was all smiling and stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. If going to show well, up. Well, you know what? There are, there's a lot of conversation. Somebody else maybe need to be mean. Maybe they need to bring someone of a lighter hue in to be mean because you've seen, seen the colorism, the colorism yes. aspect. And sure, but like Electra's my favorite character, and like, her and we respect wit. her for yeah, exactly. Electra's good for what she is, and we don't right. need soft Electra. I see that, but they also they, they, listen, love pose. Well, we got two more episodes. <sighs> We're gonna pray. No, two more for Euphoria. Oh, four, four more for, uh, for pose. pose. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's. Are you ready? We, we spent a lot of time on TV Roundup. Let's get into this this uh, rundown. This these topics. <laughs> a story that we never got a chance to share. We had dinner with Leonardo DiCaprio in December. We did. Um, and it was a very interesting day, right? Yeah, it was an interesting day because the Uber ride was racist. <laughs> <laughs> For starters, our Uber driver was a black man who had a. I think I'm putting it lightly. I'm, I think I'm putting it lightly when I say he took issue with Mexican people in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the vitriol that was pouring from his lips in our Uber made me want to walk. Yeah. I could not believe some of his viewpoints. Yeah. Um. It just again. Once again, he's sounding like you know MAGA country. <laughs> like yeah, that is what he, he sounded was. like in, uh, in dressed in up LA. in black skin. Which is not uncommon. Y'all yeah. know how I feel. You know black men. But yeah, Leo, so. He was cishet and, and running his, and yapping them gums. So we went to an art benefit mm -hmm. gala. Yeah. One of my friends, Kailani, threw it in downtown. And we went from, from the gala, we ended up in the VIP of the VIP. Because see, the thing is, you needed a wristband to get into the gala, but you needed another wristband to get into this like bar off to the corner. It was dimly lit. Mm -hmm. It was like the VIP of the VIP. 
We go in. We're minding our business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sitting at the bar, I see a whole bunch of young girls. Oh, yes. Like 16. They were not 16. We're at a bar. Not 16 years old, 16 girls. Oh, I'm like, Jace, them girls was not no damn 16. (laughs) Well, we don't know. I mean, clarify. They looked like they were early 20s to me. Um, And we look up and discreetly in a corner... With the with the fitted cap on, mm-hmm. with a little baseball cap on, and a and a and a bended what is it called the brim? Mm-hmm. He bent the brim. Was Leonardo DiCaprio about five feet away from us, yep. surrounded by a flock of women? And I bring this up to say, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is under fire right now from a lot of the public because you know he has that new movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino film called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm. and some of the crew that worked on the film. And on and on um, set source is saying that Leonardo DiCaprio had it in his claws that you cannot make direct eye contact with him. <laughs> what type of foolishness is this? Goals. <laughs> no, don't, I never want me. to have that. I don't think I'd ever approach like no, that. No, I mean I'm, that I'm, is ridiculous. I'm joking. He's that's a very asshole. What in clause. the Hunger Games is going on? I mean, here? is that is he scared of, like catching spirits from people's corneas? Like, what is that? I think that it is a. Because you know a, the eyes are with the the window of the soul. Yeah, but it's stupid. <laughs> how are you going to ask people? How do you, in your right mind, say, don't look at me? And I know that this is common in Hollywood. Oh, oh yes. Mm-hmm. There are certain people out here that that act like that. But I was just a little disappointed to hear. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me because Leonardo DiCaprio kind of plays the same role in everything to me. So I feel like in the, my subconscious has just picked up that that's his personality. A bit of an asshole who likes to drink and be and, and keep a 22-year-old girl on his hip. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the clause is ridiculous, and I think that I, I don't know Leo personally. Um, I think he was part of the Ashley event. I think he had like a like a painting or something he was auctioning off. Um, oh, the event that we went the event to. that we went okay. to. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know Leo. I don't. I'm gonna talk to him. But I think if someone told me to sign something that I could not make eye contact with my supervisor. Because he's a producer, right, on the show? No, he's an actor. He's an actor. He's on oh, set. Oh, so he's, he's not even the boss. No, he's on set oh, with he's, Brad Pitt. He's a hanger. He's on on set with oh. Brad Pitt and a few other, uh, I guess, who would oh, be considered A-list actors. Oh, that's even more ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well, poor that. So Brad's making his rounds and saying, good morning to people. And Leo's like, don't look at me. <laughs> Every day. Right. Very uh, stripped. By the way, speaking of people saying good morning, this is such a random footnote. The nicest studio in all of Hollywood is Sunset Gower Studios. That studio, really? everybody speaks to you. It feels nice. Really? Everybody say, Yes. Everybody at Sunset Gower Studios <laughs> in Hollywood is incredibly accommodating and incredibly nice. And I like that momentum because, you know, people will just breeze right past you. It's probably in the claws. Moving on, um, Jennifer Lopez turned 50 on looks Wednesday. good. 50. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to Michelle Williams. She, okay, now, yes. now, I, now I'm going to do some investigating because I think Michelle just cleared up some things for us. I think, 40? I think that they were lying about her age the entire time because Michelle technically, yeah. this is supposed to be her 39th birthday. And she just let the chopper sing talking about this is 40. Yeah. Michelle has always, I even Googled to make sure I wasn't crazy because I wished her, I woke up that morning and wished her a happy 39th uh, because Beyonce will be 38 in September Ooh. and they're only a year apart. And I'm like, 
wait a fucking minute because she talking about this is 40 but literally when i googled it confirmed that i wasn't crazy everything documented as far as michelle williams age says 1980 when in in reality she was 1979 that's industry <laughs> a destiny child in the 70s that's the destiny teenager 1979 so michelle is and i always knew oh, that this, michelle was yeah. the oldest and beyonce was the baby kelly's the middle child of destiny's child and um Oh, Even yeah. though the eighties had to be there, it can't have Destiny's Child in. Yeah, you can't have seventy nine. Yeah, Ooh. I get it. I get it now. But I'm like, I feel like that's Michelle's way of clearing things up for us. But uh, well, I mean, when you're forty, who gives a fuck? Yeah, officially, like just being like, this is forty. Right. Like, look, you know, I've played this game aboard. for twenty years <laughs> with y'all. So yeah, back to J Lo. She looks fantastic, and this is her fiftieth. It feels weird that all of our icons are getting old. I mean, we're getting older. But like, but they are too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely. Diddy, J Lo, uh-huh. Wendy Williams just turned fifty five. Like it's it's happening out I thought here. She was older. No, Wendy just turned fifty five on the eighteenth. Good for her. Um, Happy birthday to her too. She just had a, a birthday. Yeah, July eighteenth. Mm-hmm. So, do you all remember the story about the Disneyland brawl? You remember seeing mm-hmm. that? Well, them people, honey, about to be charged with felonies. Felonies. The three adults are being charged with domestic battery. Three? I thought it was like 10. I mean, people were standing around, but I guess when you, I guess when they examined who was really throwing the punches mm. and doing the most damage, it whittled down the to three. The wheelchair girl. <laughs> whittled down to three. And uh, yeah, being charged with domestic battery, assault with a deadly we- weapon, and child endangerment. So we'll see how that goes. And who's suing Disneyland? I don't think I think this is the the city. Oh wow, Anaheim not cracking down. Yeah, I saw that video. Did you see the the clip of the reporter? It was like, oh a, yeah, <laughs> she now that is how you do your job. But she's by her um, individual braids. That is how you do your job. Really quickly, we got two more stories to run mm-hmm. through. So actress Sonia Sohn, who is on The Shy. We know The Shy was rocked with controversy back in June with uh, Jason. What's his like? Jason Mitchell getting mm-hmm. fired. He starred as Brandon. Well, Sonia, who plays his mom, was just arrested in North Carolina at 2 a.m. last Sunday for cocaine possession, <gasps> possession of marijuana, and drug paraphernalia. Now, the paraphernalia charges are misdemeanors, but the cocaine charge is a felony. So it seems like the shy is kind of going through some things right now. I know that they're getting the they city have to, and the show. They have to get a new. Uh, first of all, don't do my city. My city is doing just fine I right mean, now. We have not been in the headlines for Chicago anything. versus Jesse Smollett is still Chicago, going on. Well, that's Jesse's fault. If you want to <laughs> talk about it, do you want to talk about it? Because we can. Absolutely, the fuck not. Okay, because that that's Jesse. I want us all now, to move forward. Chicago is only in the headlines currently because of their extreme temperatures. Because for whatever reason, these girls out here in the West Coast think that Chicago is a twenty four seven polar vortex. When baby. It's hotter. It's currently hotter in Chicago than it is in Los Angeles right now. And Chicagoans have to deal with extreme humidity yep. that rivals the Gulf Coast. Californians don't have to. So anyway, yeah, it's rocking the the the. It seems like because Lena Waith at this point she has to get a new showrunner. The showrunner is gone. Uh, we got oh the writers' room is in shambles. We don't know what to do oh. with, with Brandon because he, you know, like and and now Mom Sonia Son. Well, she, in fairness, she wasn't really on season two because she found a man and moved to Tennessee or something like that. That happened <laughs> at the end of season one. So yeah, that's cool. And then last but not least, Wendy Williams. So happy for Wendy. Will Packer. It was announced that Wendy has two projects in the work with the Lifetime network really one of which is her biopic or biopic however you choose to pronounce it mm-hmm. and the other is a documentary and they're about to start production for her biopic in um 
in the fall in Toronto. And she she explicitly listed that she wants a no name to play her. They're still casting right now. And they did film a biopic, I want to say 10 years ago for Wendy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was about, but it was put on the shelf because she had just signed the contract for the show. Right. So you can't tell the story if the story ain't, right. you know, like she thought it was going to end with radio and God said, I got other plans mm-hmm. for you. And then I think that original biopic, in the original one, Robin Givens was playing Wendy Williams, believe it really? or not. Really? Yes. And What's she doing? She's on a new own show, Ambitions. She stars on Good it. Good for her. With Essence Atkins and a few other people. I haven't checked it out yet. But, uh yeah, and, and I know that, that that original one was tied up with Kevin, and so this will be a fresh start for Wendy, mm-hmm. and we, we will hopefully get the tea that runs throughout the talk show. Listen. And Will Packer, you know Will Packer has not really failed us yet. He's, he's responsible for Girls Trip, Both Think Like a Man's. Mm-hmm. He, he's, done, he's done a lot. Night What's school, What's the one that just came out? What? With Issa and uh, Regina Oh, Hall. little. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Will Packer, he, he gives us some, mm-hmm. some good stuff. And this, oh, and the person that's doing the screenwriting is responsible for some old movie. Oh, my gosh. It just slipped my mind. It just slipped my mind. Get it back. Get it back. Get it back. I can't remember right now, but she did an iconic film. She wrote it, and she'll be writing Wendy's film. I feel so bad that I can't remember this off the top of my head right now. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that and I'm mostly looking forward to the documentary. You all know that I'm a huge fan of Wendy Williams and I'm all for her growth. So yeah, yeah, I like her. I don't know who this new girl is, but I like her. Yes. She's having a hot girl summer. I feel that. Yes. And speaking of which, Megan just filed for trademark on July 10th. Good for her. Because, you know, I think the the nail in the coffin was when PacSun did their hot girl summer kit and the entire internet threw chairs at them. How dare y'all? It was like Vans, a fanny pack, a white girl in a T-shirt. And so so Megan should have been on that. Honestly, she She should have been trademarked that because everybody's using it, even in talk shows Mm -hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, that wraps up that segment. If you want to move into what, – what's, what's after this? Is it the qu- – The LGBT corner. All so right. last week we were so relaxed we forgot what the things were called. <laughs> um, but, yeah, now we're going to get into the LGBT corner. All right. And now it's time for the LGBT corner. Okay. So this week's LGBT corner, um, we have a new show coming out on Netflix. Um, stylist Jason Bolden oh, is yes, starring in uh, a new show called Styling Hollywood. It's a reality show that's going to be coming out, coming out on Netflix. Um, he's a stylist to Ryan Coogler, Taraji P. Henson, and fine more. Ass. Ryan is so fine to me. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. What? No, nothing. I, I thought I heard a ghost. Um, but, yeah. Is the thing about it, he it, also it, styles Michelle Williams. He's mm-hmm. responsible and for Janet her Mox, cover. right? And Janet, I Mott. saw that that picture from the um, the Met Gala. That was one of my favorite looks. He's responsible for Michelle's come up, mm-hmm. come up. Shout out to Jay Bolin. But it's actually gonna be him and his husband. Yes, I said husband, yes. and later a black couple. So the husband is actually a interior designer. They have a company, and a company is called JSN Studio. What um, are the Nate Burkus is going on yeah. here? <laughs> so I'm happy for them. They announced it this week. It's going to be on Netflix starting on August 30th. I will certainly be tuning into that. Speaking of Netflix and LGBT things, this will tie in. Mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black, their final season premieres Friday. Really? Tonight. If this is Friday when the yeah, show is coming Friday. out. 
um, it premieres tonight. It, it kicks off their final season. So I am looking forward to, because that, that show introduced binge culture to me. Exactly, I yeah, I was going to say that. And I have not given up on it. I understand that people got mad when, when we saw pictures of the writer's room, and people got mad when Pusey was unceremoniously killed off. But I never gave up on the show. I still <laughs> I still watch, and I will be watching. And, and, it's hit, and, and granted, the show has had its peaks and valleys, like everything. Um, but I certainly will be watching this final season, so I know what my weekend plans are going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what I'm going to snack on. Has to be something healthy. <laughs> Get you some. Um, we ha- we'll say that we're having some. I made some garlic bread, and we have some basil and fresh tomato salad. I can't have the salad. bread though. Okay. I can't, even though I ate it. T- I'm saying for snack for binge oh, purposes. Oh, got you. I got to do. I got to do like a yeah carbs and all that. Just, nah. Nothing carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready to move but into congrats. the topic? But congrats, yeah, congratulations to um, the happy couple. I will be tuning in for that. That's my type of carrying on. Mm-hmm. And I hope. Did, did it say if the show had uh, uh, appearances from his famous clients? I'm assuming so. It's a lifestyle show. Ooh, so that means Michelle will probably be on mm-hmm. there. She probably will. Taraji. He styles Taraji. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has a good roster. So, yeah. I'm all for it. Come I on now. Let's get into this first topic. I know you fucking like <laughs> So my topic this week, I'm sure it's something that we've already discussed at length, but because of relevance, I have to bring it up. Nicole Murphy says, what is going on? What is going on? So... In case you've been living under a rock, there were photos that surfaced of Nicole Murphy kissing. And and you know what? This isn't all in Nicole's lap. This is also this is more so in his lap than it is in Nicole's, if you ask me. She was kissing Antoine, I want to say his last name is Fuqua, and he is a director. And when the pictures first hit, you know, they used the zoom lens. The paparazzi used the zoom mm-hmm. lens. And so high quality. a lot of people didn't know or didn't look anything into it. People just were curious to see who Nicole is with now. Because, you know, Nicole is a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Body on point, face mm-hmm. on fleek. And she's also very, very nice. This doesn't take away from anything. But I met Nicole maybe three years ago. Okay. Three years ago at L.A. Pride. We were backstage. Oh, Pride. Yes, we were backstage. So she's so supportive. Yes, we were backstage together. Um... And I got to have I got I got a picture with her and everything. We were talking about Zodiac. She's cool as hell. This is why this hurts. <laughs> but you know what? Nicole was caught kissing Antoine, and Antoine just so happens to be the husband of Layla Rashawn. And if you don't know mm-hmm. who if you don't know who Le- I think it's Leela. If you don't know who Leela Rashawn is, she is most famous from one of my favorite movies, Waiting to Excel. She played Robin. Who couldn't leave Troy alone? And you know Troy oh, was no. it, Troy was played by Leon, who's Cynthia Atlanta Housewives' baby daddy. So yeah, um, that's just a little footnote. So yeah, what 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 are we thinking about this? Like Leela, I should go on to say when this story, when these pictures and this story hit the net, Leela deleted her social yeah, media. She's gone. I only knew of her social media because she happens to run in the same group of girls as well group of women as Miss Tina. And so Miss Tina has mm-hmm. shouted she was at the wearable art gala, Leela Rashawn and her husband. Really? Yes. And so they all it's you know it's Miss Tina and Holly Robinson Pete and Star Jones oh, and yeah. a few other and, and, and Vivica Fox. They the black all black queens of and Vanessa Bell Calloway. Mm-hmm. They all run in that same circle. And so I just feel Awful, And I feel like, you know, a lot of people were projecting saying, you know, maybe they're in an open relationship or maybe it's a situation type thing because the last 
the last notable moment that she shouted her husband out was in February. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, a lot can happen between February and July. However, I think it speaks volumes. It says a lot without saying a lot for her to delete, delete her social right, media. Right, exactly. So uh, this she level. She doing like Lala with Carmelo. No. <laughs> this level of betrayal. What? How are we feeling about this? How, how do you think, I guess, you would process something like this where it's so blatant? Right. So Where who you am have, I? You have no shame. I'm going to say. Uh, am gonna, I Nicole? Am I the husband or am I? We can do all three perspectives. Okay. okay. So as we, let's start with, with Leela's perspective. You're minding your business at home and an article lands in your lap because I want to talk about the blatant disrespect. Mm-hmm. The fact that they didn't even keep this uh, perceived affair or alleged affair under wraps like the fact that you all are outside poolside tugging each other down speaks volumes with a a latte in your hand (laughs) speaks volumes of 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 the disrespect Mm -hmm. how would you handle minding your business you know thinking your husband let's say is on a business trip because he is in the industry he's a a film producer and then this type of stuff comes oh and i should mention that lisa ray jumped in um and left a comment insinuating insinuating that this isn't Nicole's first rodeo when it comes to <laughs> trying to infringe on other people's uh, relationships. And I feel like we all know people like this. It doesn't matter if you're in Dubuque or in Hollywood. We all know people who do who move about the world not respecting other people's relationships, trying to find any crack or crevice to try to infiltrate and and I don't want to say intentionally ruin, but I feel like some people have a complex where it's like I, I don't mean, want I, just feel like I don't want like Jace yeah. unless Jace got a boyfriend. Like there's certain people yeah, that think that way. And that's weird. It's so weird. But I know people in Hollywood that uh-huh. think that way. Like, who wouldn't look at you? Mm-hmm. Who would not give you a second look? But as soon as you get in a relationship, it's like, wow. Let mm-hmm. me. I don't. I had like a challenge. I'm like no, fuck it's on. Weird. The challenge is um, this Smith and Wesson. Right. So if <laughs> I was sitting at home with me and my children, because they have kids. Do they? I, I think, think they have two. two. Or am I lying? I don't know if they have children. Let me Google while you talk. Yeah, Google. Well, if I'm sitting here bringing Casey and Jamal to the preschool and I see my husband or knock reform or whoever on the TV um, and articles are coming out that he's kissing somebody else. Phone is just binging. Binging. Um, what if I you probably, got your man on Google alerts? I probably would. Ooh, mm. Ooh, they have one. Oh, they have two daughters. Asia. I mean, two kids. Asia and Brando. Oh, is this? This is three people. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's two listed. Oh wait, hold on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you you know the show is a shit show. Hold on. But work. we want the facts. You gotta work with Shar. You gotta work facts. with Shar. Um. Yeah, I think it's just two children. Asia and Brando. Okay, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I would not delete my social media because my social media is a reflection of me and myself. So if my husband is out there dipping and doing or whatever, that is that is not going to affect the way that I my run my social media. So I think that I would keep my social media. And two, I would want to hear – I would not talk to really anybody until I talk to my husband. Mm. Um, so if information is coming my way, because especially when you're in the public eye, what there's there so many t- different I twists wanna, and turns. I'd be interested to know what is there to talk about. What happened? What is, I'd ask, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? What happened? I want to hear what you have to say. Because Nicole released a, a, a statement because B. Scott, the site, reached out yeah. to her 
and there's an exclusive statement stating We're that they're just friends or whatever. I'm girl, like, if you don't get up. this is why I need the bill. I'm going to clap for now. <laughs> <laughs> girl, if you don't get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, but I always like I think I would already have it in my mind Ooh, like you know, what it was. Next week we got to have the bell. Yeah, Cuz I'm do. ready to be I'm ready to beat a hole in that yeah, bell you right are. now. <laughs> you can pet cookie. Um, but yeah, I just I think that I w- I'm always it says something about someone's character if they lie to you or not. And so I want to know if my husband was man enough to tell me what the fuck happened. Because mm-hmm. you already know, like, the pictures are very blatant. Like you said, you got the paparazzi has those. The writing's high, on the wall. Those high-res uh, photographs on the on, on the internet. And so it's just like I would want to see what they would have to say. Because I would not say anything to them until they said what they had to say this about goes, what happened. This goes, on, this goes along the lines of one of Destiny's Child's relationship commandments. I think Latavia was the one that said, Thou shall not think he got it like that. Mm, mm, let's, <laughs> let's go, little kitty cat. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that's exactly. I, I would pr- probably for sure, Leo. I mean, they've been married for twenty years, I believe. I read, mm-hmm. and so um, I probably and they have two kids together. So I would. I'm not saying it's the automatic go like leave, but I would definitely give the floor to said husband to. It's it's explain. it's something that explain I himself. don't even want to imagine to begin to process because I think everyone on this journey who's been on this journey with us on the podcast knows that Shar got a, 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 a more than a few trust issues when it comes to hashtag D's men. Hashtag we know. As Nini says. And so that for me would probably send me in a frenzy in the moment. Now, granted, you know, therapy helps. Books help. My auntie Iyanla helps. Um, she's my unofficial, you know, life coach or whatever you want to call it. Um, but that would be something hard for me to process because mm-hmm. I'd be beating myself over the head. Like, you knew better, girl. Right. You knew not to trust these niggas. You knew better, oh, but bitch. See, but that's just you because you're always looking for, like, <laughs> I, I should have known better. Da, 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 da. Yes. But I think it would be the blade. I think that's what would hurt most is that it's on the world stage. So the world is seeing this yeah, and weighing and in. Yeah, and I look like a fool. And you are blatant in it. It's not like it was an invasion of privacy in that they used a zoom lens and caught you inside your hotel room. Right. You are outside, poolside, tonguing each other down. With you have, coffee. You have you no respect. I don't even care what you're drinking. But you clearly have no respect for me. That's right. my main thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's look at it. Let's try to shift perspective and look at it from, cause things happen. Life happens. Let's try to look at it from Nicole's angle now. Oof. Um, can you even put yourself in that angle? I personally would never, um, I'm not that girl. Um, yeah, I couldn't do it, but if I did, um, I would be doing everything in my power to reconcile the situation with the wife. Um, I would not even probably talk to the man. I would go directly woman to woman to yeah. Layla. I've been I've been careful not to demonize Nicole, but in the same breath, that does not absolve her from accountability. Um, to oh, me, it's more yeah. so, you know, Antoine. Well, it's both of their fault. Yes, but Antoine, you're the one who made the promise to Leah, Layla, excuse me, or Leela Rochelle, Rashawn. You're the one who stood before God and made a commitment. Nicole uh-huh. didn't. You're the one who violated. But knows. Right, but as the husband, you're the one in viola- You're the they one in direct wrong. violation, but the husband more so. Because no, I didn't stand across from Nicole in front of you know the pastor or the judge and the witnesses or, or you know the congregation full of my family and yours. You made a promise to me. She, the, the bitch around the corner, didn't make a promise to me. You did, and you're in viol- You're in direct violation. Direct. Yeah. 
for Layla, I could definitely yeah, because I don't, I wouldn't, because that's the thing. I've never actually been cheated on. There was mm-hmm. one time where someone told me they cheated on me to get me upset. Did I tell you about that story? No, but please tell me that you were like 19 when this happened. No, no, no. Because no. what the this, hell? This was in my 20s, late 20s at that. Um, but yeah, they felt like they were powerless. And so they lied to me and told me that they cheated on me to make me upset and break me down. Um, what kind of mind fuck shit was I going through? I hope through? you left this person. Oh, of course. I'm single right now. so um, I'm saying in that moment. In the moment. You trying to break me down. Yeah, what? It, that what? Was, it was in the final stages. Of what in the Ike Turner is going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I never, like, when I'm in that moment, I don't look at who is the cheaty. Oh, no, me either. Me like, either. Like, never. They're both, but I'm saying when you when you zoom out and look mm-hmm. at the bigger picture, you, I don't have vows Right, with exactly. Like, I have I vows with you. you. Yes. Nigga. I'm saying, I don't, I don't look at things like that either. Wrong. Um, Nicole's, now, from Nicole's perspective, for me, I have been that girl. She's having a hot girl summer. I have been. No, that's not. Megan said that's not how we operate. We don't do things like that. other people's men's. We don't do things like that. Now, I have been a girl in that situation, but you know what? Why I don't give Nicole a pass is simply because of age. I know that life happens. I know that circumstance happens. I have been that. I have been a Nicole Murphy, but I was a Nicole Murphy when I was 19 and 21 and however in undergrad. You was other woman? Yes. Yes. There was a classmate. Are you kidding me? There was a classmate whose boyfriend that I was sleeping with at one point. Yes. I can be transparent in my mess because guess what? Everything done in the dark going to come to light anyway one day. So let Facts. me let me tell my Facts. story before you right. get a chance Control to. the narrative. Um, yes. There was a classmate. She and I, granted, we were not friends, but we were cordial. And did I feel horrible doing it in the moment at the beginning? Yeah. And then after a while, I just became numb to it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did. I did. I certainly oh did. Oh, um, But I was a different girl at that time looking to be affirmed in any way and anywhere that I could get affirmation. So when, you know, he popped up in my Facebook messages and one thing led to another. I can't remember who insinuated and who was in the driver's seat of that whole operation. But th- at the time, I was very selfish with the ways that I needed to be affirmed. I will hmm. I will openly admit yeah. that. But the reason why, back going back to my initial point, the reason why I'm not giving Nicole a pass is because Nicole is not 19 years old. Nicole is not 21 years old. This is a woman with relationships, <sighs> marriages, a village of children. And I get... I want to be crystal clear that I get that life happens. I get that things happen. I get that no one is perfect. But, Nicole, this was irresponsible, and that's why you don't get a pass from me. This is grossly yeah. irresponsible. Extremely, especially if you're in the public eye. Like you said, they're on a balcony. So that says another level. Like you're not, yeah. you're not in the dark motel room where the windows are blinds are closed. Like you're out in public. This in is Italy. a peer as well. Right. This is a peer in the fame game Mm-mm. as well. Not to Mm-mm. say that it would have been any better if she would have been with somebody's husband who, you know, who the, the wife is, the Civic. who the wife is a nurse at, at Cedar Sinai. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that would make it better, but it's just like considering the tier of celebrity that both Leela and Nicole are on, I wouldn't be surprised if they ran into each other in the same circle. Of course, you know, black Elias is, this big yeah especially when you're on a on a tier a certain right. tier of fame right um and so yeah you know nicole murphy's running around with prince ex-wife and she was you know she did the hollywood exit show and so leela you know she run around with vivica and misty so leela has a more to me as a legitimate actress has more a, of a degree of fame than nicole which in turn even though leela hasn't really been active in the industry she still has more 
um, footing as far as it is to get it access into certain spaces. Right. I mean, she has friends with Miss Tina. You know, like, yeah, you know, no, Star Jones, was, yeah. like I mentioned, Vivica Fox, Kim Whitley, like they all run Holly Robinson. And I think Nicole is more of like a reality TV yes. ex-wife. She's known for the, being the ex-wife of Eddie exactly, Murphy exactly. versus her own credibility. Exactly. Bomb as fuck, though. So, okay, I, last but not least, uh, wait, what were you going to oh, say? Oh, no, well, I was going to say, I was, <laughs> I saw, I was like, why isn't Bo- Boris Kojo being addressed during this? Someone tweeted that. They thought it was Boris? Why would Boris Kojo be addressed in this? Or why would someone think that? I don't know. Who's Boris Kojo married to? Nicole Ari Parker. They thought that Nicole Ari Parker was Nicole was Murphy. Nicole, Nicole Murphy. <laughs> wow. Google is your friend. Google is your friend. You last time with pretty eyes. I gave y'all a pass. I gave y'all a pass when y'all couldn't read <laughs> Halle Bailey and Halle Berry. I gave y'all a pass, but I, I'm not giving you a pass with Nicole Ari Parker and Nicole Murphy because Nicole Murphy is tall. Like they got two different builds. How does and everything. Boris feel? They got two different builds, two different haircuts. Okay, so last but not least, the final point: Antoine's position. Have you ever been in a position where you've where you've been in a committed relationship? I know that neither one of us have been married, but a committed relationship, and then you get caught up in something. Um, some on the side. No, there was a exchange of text messages. So emotional stepping out. Um, it wasn't even emotional. It was more of like. Was, I was teetering, contemplating going to meet up with this individual. Um, so I was. What was it like? Pictures? No, there's no pictures. Um, it was just like, oh well, if I was here at this time, what would you do? Just a very flirtatious. Ooh, you, you was playing with fire. I was. I was. Um, but I hate messages like just off the record. I hate mm-hmm. messages like that because even though I'm a very poetic and descriptive person, I've never been one to write that out. <laughs> But Kendall is. <laughs> I've never. Harlequin novel text. Oh, that episode was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> God, that's what I thought about. God. I <laughs> We were with him this past week, and everything is great. Lovely human being. Oh, um, God. <laughs> I <I've> never. <laughs> Can you imagine getting that long-ass text message? Can you shut up? So I've been... We got tears. I'm ruining This is just a footnote. Uh Yeah, because I got something to do after this. But this is just a footnote in in what you were saying. Mm -hmm. I have never been one to answer that text message. Mm -hmm. Like, you could call me a stick in the mud or what have you. But don't send me nothing like, what would you do if I were there? I I don't know. Yeah. I can always show you uh-huh. better than I can tell you, oh. even being a words. Oh, yes. I live mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. I live by that. We love a, um, a gif or yeah, chip, I don't, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. You, you won't get a reply from me from that. Yeah. What would you do if I was there right now? But that was the conversation I was having. It was very inappropriate, especially since I was in a relationship that I did not like at the time. But there's no excuse. I already said I was with you. Yada, yeah. Yada, yada. And, 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 so, you, and you all were monogamous? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never done outside of monogamy. Um, would you be willing to? Not that that's on topic for uh, today. Probably not. Me either. I still get dragged for that, but I said I don't care. If that makes me the Megan McCain of the trans community, uh. then goddamn it, <laughs> my father is John McCain. Goddamn it, because you know I get teased called conservative. You know yeah. when we were out at the club yeah, and stuff, yeah. the girls called me. Mm. They had this idea that I'm just like so conservative when I'm really not. 
But I guess when it comes to the to the game of relationships, I guess I am a bit of a traditionalist You're and a conservative. You're very traditional with relationships. Yeah, and I'll stand in that. That's fine. That's a hill we I'm willing it. to That's die on. That's who you are. That's who you are. That's a hill I'm going to die on. Um, so. But yeah, but I owned up to everything because I learned, like we said earlier, everything comes to light. And mm-hmm. he actually went through my phone and found out that I was oh, texting God. this person. Um, and so I obviously owned up to it because... One, ain't no like, point in lying. Right, ain't no point in lying. <laughs> so, and I apologize, and you know it was trash of me to do, and I apologize, and we, I cut him off, um, the other person, not the boyfriend, and moved forward. He was able to forgive me, and I was thankful for that. Um, you broke up shortly after because there was obviously a reason why I was searching outside of my relationship. Yeah, for of attention. course. Yeah. Um, but it, it was still wrong of me to do, and so, and I probably should have not done it in the first place. And then two, I, I always. I think if somebody – it shows something about someone's character when they're able to tell you something without you finding out. Mm-hmm. And so I did not do that. But I think that if I would have come up to him and be like, hey, da 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 even though I didn't do anything physically wrong, I was definitely having very inappropriate conversations with someone who was outside of my convertible two-seater coupe with my monogamous relationship. <clears throat> Got you. What about you? Have I ever been in a situation like that with mm-hmm. the whole tug and pull? No. Were you cheating on? No, I've never been a cheater. I've never stepped out mm-hmm. any of any commitment as far as another person um, that I've been associated with. Um, I thought I gave some thought to this because I was like, okay, with dating, dating is different, especially when we're not exclusive. But as far as people, men that I have exclusively dated or or cross that finish line into official relationships. No, I have never stepped out. Hmm. I have never been tempted to. Um, and that is even with being around attractive men or getting attention. Cause you know, attention is a weakness for a lot of people, including myself. Mm-hmm. I too like attention coming from a nice looking man. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, never have. I can't say that I never will because you, you don't know that yeah. that's the thing. The thing that I've been learning this year in particular is not to put a period. Don't be so quick to define who you are like because we're con- things are constantly changing and i think on this podcast in particular i've been very very quick to define who i am because that is representative of who i am right in now the in the mo- and i've been right. consistent yeah char don't switch up like that but what i'm saying is i'm open to you know sometimes you will surprise yourself in your actions absolutely so, <laughs> so um, i'm bored so uh yeah as of now and i don't think i ever will because that's just the girl like because i know i don't like it being done to me i know the pain i know the pain of of what it feels like to be on the receiving end of someone stepping out i know yeah. that pain all too well so i don't ever want to inflict that on anyone else As a matter of fact i'm so cold with it i'd like likely rip off the band-aid and just break up with you before with me even thinking about it like look and I, i'm just letting you know this isn't working for me so yeah you know yeah. so yeah but i you think never know. yeah it's funny because actually kind of circling back to the uh ket sorry the um, lgbt corner um i was like I was happy that there's a black gay couple on television who were like and then and they're a power couple they have their own company and I was in a group chat, and I said that, like, oh, I want to be in a power couple. Like, I think that's dope. And the response was, well, I know a power couple, and so-and-so's cheating on so-and-so. And they have a whole other – and I was like, that doesn't define – Yeah, we got to watch the beast that we feed. Yeah. Because there and are – just like, that does not define what a power couple is to me. Yeah. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce are our power couple to me. 
Beyonce yeah. wrote a whole award-winning album about Jay Z's bullshit. Yeah, they're still together, but they're still a power couple. But I think that takes <clears throat> you got to be on the same wavelength. That just like Jay Z mentioned in his album, talking about the mess. And on 444, he said, you know, Beyonce introduced him to to some spiritual shit, and it really works. Right. So I feel like you're you and your partner both have to be open to exploring, addressing, and learning right. new things. That's why couples therapy. I'm a big advocate for that. Even Absolutely. though I've never I've never had to sit in on couples therapy, but I imagine that if I were married. It would not surprise me if at one point, you know, to get a little tune up, yeah. you know, we sat down and, and discussed some things, even hearkening back to one of our favorite movies, Sex in the City, when Miranda and Steve mm-hmm. did, and they ended up working out. So it's just, you know, life constantly and Big changes. Lies. Recent, um, her little yes. husband. Life is constantly changing and you are constantly evolving as a person. We all are constantly evolving. But when things get rocky, don't be afraid to seek couples therapy. Yeah. And, I, and I don't mean with your pastor. I mean, <laughs> a licensed you, you know. <laughs> trained. <laughs> Don't say because you know what? Sometimes, and this ain't even to get too personal. All I'm gonna say is sometimes pastors can be very, very biased, and that is all I'm gonna say because what I what I'm talking about is not my story to tell. So I just want you to know that pastors can sometimes be very, very biased and eh. very, very misogynistic. Eh. Eh. Okay, I'm done with my topic. Um, you all make sure to weigh in. On what you, you, I guess you could pick a character, Antoine, <laughs> Nicole, character, Leela. <laughs> what would you do? Have These you ever? I'm interested people. in knowing from the people who have weighed in. Have you ever been placed in any one of the three situations? You know, as far as like what what's going on with these three people, I want to know you all stories. Uh, also, be sure I know that we reminded you last week. Be sure to do askatradio at gmail dot com if you want to contact us for anything to read on the show. Because mm-hmm. um, this this thing, we're all just trying to figure it out, and this literally gets complicated. Literally, it gets complicated. I'm single again, <laughs> child. The producer, honey. <laughs> Shout out to the producer. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this stuff gets rocky, it it gets complicated, it can get sloppy, it can get messy, and if you don't know how to, if you don't have the wherewithal to address what you need to address, that's how Antoine ended up in this situation. I'm just projecting, because like I said, it all goes, if Leela would have never deleted her social media, I would have been like, okay, anything could be going on, maybe maybe they're ending their marriage, maybe it's an open relationship, but Nicole turned off her comments, and Leela deleted her social media, which leads me to believe that Leela is hurt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Let's move on. So, my topic this week comes from a classic of Kiss and Tell, um, the Six Brown Chicks. Remember them? Oh, Chicago's <laughs> very own, darling. So, of course, Wednesdays they release these ridiculous <laughs> asinine questions Jesus. on their Twitter page, and people respond. Um, some are ridiculous. I saw some something about a um, a lean popsicle, and the grandma's white boyfriend stealing them. And so I, you know, chuckled and moved on. But this is actually a really interesting question that I found, and I kind of wanted to get um Char's take, and as well as mine, as as well as yours, because we're all in this together, as Char mentioned earlier. So the question is: <clears throat> In May, I loaned my ex and his baby mama. Stop Bo- right there. I'm done. <laughs> Well, Char, let me continue because okay, okay. you may relate to this. My Bitch, teen role, Char. <laughs> <laughs> in May, I loaned my ex and his baby mama $400 to pay their rent. I've been sleeping. We've been sleeping together all this time. Whew. You just tried me again. You tried me on the internet <laughs> last I'm night. I'm saying and now you, you may me have again. a lot more insight. 
Okay, start from the beginning because I'm okay. I'm, I'm interrupting and I need to follow. May, 2019. I loaned my ex and his baby mama 400 bones. Or is, wait, is bones a dollar? Yeah, or? those are dollars. Okay, I thought it was like a hundred, like a a rack. No. Okay. To be four hundred thousand. I'm learning these terms, these kids. Euphoria. Um, to pay their rent. We had been sleeping together all this time. She found out that we're still creeping and said he's not to pay me back his dick with payment. He cut me off. Now, how do I get the money and his dick back? So the baby mama said, you're not getting paid back in money. You, got, you, you already got paid you back You got paid dick. back by sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm she wants the dick <laughs> and her 400 bones back from the money that she loaned her ex and baby mama. <clears throat> First of all, all of the greats <laughs> have said this. Do not loan money unless you're willing to give it. Mm-hmm. Because there is always, it's a gamble. It's a yeah. 50-50 chance that the person will pay you back or they will not. So do not step up to offer and give money unless you are unless you ha- approach it with the mindset of I'm giving this to mm-hmm. you. But if you are hinged on getting it back, you're going to be frustrated. Yep. Because people you loaned it to are going about their damn life. Mm-hmm. Or um, they got life hidden in them again. Yeah. So uh, that's know. step number one. Mm-hmm. Step number two, girl, if you don't quit playing in our faces and take <laughs> this as an L, just take it as an L, sis. You out of $400 and you need to, I don't know if you need to download an app, hop online. You need to be fully removed from this situation because it has potential to get even messier. I'm surprised that the baby mama was as civil with you as she was because typically we know that's not how things go down. Mm-hmm. You would have woke up to no windshield or something, you know, or right. flat tire. A slash tire. Right. Yeah, something <laughs> crazy. So uh, take it for what it is. Cut your losses. And if you're looking for sex, I'd say go get sex elsewhere. There, there's The thing wow. is dick is – Dick yeah. is in abundance. It's in abundance. It is literally, okay, I don't know how it is for men, mm-hmm. for gay men, but for women, including the trans one, like, you know, just, I could literally walk down the street right now, and if I wanted dick, I could get it. Guaranteed. Dick is just ready and waiting mm-hmm. and in abundance, and men will stick there, will will have sex with a tissue box if need be. Oh, God. <laughs> they will. <laughs> they will. I've seen it. So, uh I just, I would say, count your, count your losses and move on. The longer you stay in a situation like this, then, you know, the, the more mess you're going to have to keep up. Mm-hmm. The um, more mess that's going to manifest in your life. He's not yours. If he was, he'd be with you. Mm-hmm. He's with the baby mama. You get him part-time. She found out about it. And even if you all do still sleep together, I can guarantee you, I can, I can say with 99 Point nine percent full confidence that you will never see a dime of your money. Mm-mm. You will be getting paid back in dick. <laughs> she only paid uh, two hundred bucks back in dick. She wants another two hundred. Right, like um, you're not gonna see that. You're not gonna yeah, see no, four hundred dollars. No, no, ever, ever. And if I was a baby mama, she wouldn't be getting her money back either. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Thank you. Um, I would have been suspicious of him <clears throat> keeping in contact with his ex anyway. Right, right. I would have had too much pride. But we don't know pride. if they knew or if she knew or not because she okay. found out. Because I'm like, I would have had too much pride as a woman mm-hmm. to have your ex girlfriend 
right. shell out the money to right. keep a roof over our we head. We don't know if and you the where provider. the money came. If she knew where the money came from, right, X, right. Y, Z. You're but right. if she did know, mm, I mean, survival of the fittest. Um, for me, uh, I agree with you 100%. Char with loaning money, don't expect to get it back. Um, would have the mindset at least, you know, expect it, but like have the mindset like, if it does not come back, it's a loss, it's a L. Um, and so don't loan out anything you are that's going to jeopardize yourself <laughs> and your finances. You know, if it's you know, wh- however much money you, I don't know people's budgets, but um, that's number one. And number two, um, yeah, girl, y- you're a mess, and I think you did get paid back in dick. Uh, I do think. I understand the ex-boyfriend element because although that is the ex-boyfriend is wrong, it's familiar dick. And familiar dick is usually always better than new dick, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually been one of my issues as of recent in my um year 31 because I, I, I will be transparent. I am not having sex. Um, and, you know, my friends are like, you know, you're single, get out there. And, like, I just have no desire for, like, new dick. And it's just that just it's not really where I'm at. And I had Jack and Grinder, I deleted it. Did, I mean, in fairness, I, I don't fault it. you for that because there's nothing like a familiar piece. Yeah. It's nothing like it's so much pressure that comes with with new piece. Right. So much. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Don't get me started. What that's it a look whole, like that's a whole other episode. Got Trust mm-mm. issues. The cheese. Please. Mm. Okay. I wasn't talking about I all know that. that. But, no, but like familiar sex is always the best sex. Familiar sex is, is good sex. It feels good, but it's not always good for you. That's exactly. the takeaway. And that's where I messed up in my 20s because Same. familiar sex was always like, well, you know, Same. whatever. It feels good. And it's, it's a, I know this attachment. person. I feel com- so comfortable around this and person. And trying to build it. And like the thing is, too, is like I'm not in any, in any space to have a relationship right now. I'm happy being single. I, mm. I'm i chilling. It's me and my dog. I don't want a relationship, but I still have I to differ well, just with me, not you. Oh, I'll, what? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I should have worded that differently. Right. It's different for you. For yeah, yeah, yeah. For I wouldn't mind. I don't want, I'm not out there actively looking, but it's like, sometimes I look up and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind. I'm triggered yeah. every time I see a positive example of a trans woman in a relationship with a cis yeah. man. It's, it's a little yeah. trigger for me. Yeah. Because of my own personal thing. Jace, you know mm-hmm. some of the things. <laughs> yes. We talk outside these so, microphones. Yeah, I just, <laughs> ugh. It would be nice in theory, but I'm, I do want to emphasize that I am fine. Just be. Yeah. I've carried myself this far. I'm sure I can mm-hmm. see myself through the finish line of You're life. You're great being single. So, yeah. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I oh, know. Yeah, we all know. Fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Look at you got me cursing on the. Ugh. Sorry, but uh, but yeah, so I understand not wanting to let the D go, but girl, let the D go. He has moved on, not actually, he hasn't moved on, but he even if he comes over, you have to be the bigger person and say no because now your your money's gone and now you're about to have some girl slash your tire. That's more money put into your thing. Well, let's hope he doesn't just come over and pop up. Let's hope that he at least call for, but I don't know the level of comfortability. <laughs> we need. I more. mean, for four hundred fucking dollars, he's very comfortable. Yeah, ask him her ask girlfriend for money. I don't think I'd have the the. Uh, That's comfortable. The fortitude to give a man. It would be different if it were just him, but still, I wouldn't feel right doing that. But uh, you and your baby mama. 
I mean, I, that's not, that part's not a far-fetched story because I've I heard know, but about. But I'm saying with me, yeah, I'm not giving you. I'm I'm just mm. not. And then especially if she's not privy to this loan, yeah. So you're my only connector to get this 400. And y'all fucking. <laughs> Like the complications, the complications of it all. Like, she was just like, well, you know, I can well, keep no him. Man, I can keep him around if I no, give him four hundred bucks. No man has ever had good enough, you know, ping, stroke ping. to for me to ever shell out a red set ever. Mm. And I've had, <laughs> and I've only had. Granted, I've only had one man ask. This ever in hit LA, so hard. In L.A., there what? was one guy that I was that I was involved with. This happened in 2015. Ask you for rent money? No, not. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> he did ask me for money, though. Oh, wow. Um, And I said, no. Wow. And I think that's the last time we talked to each other. No, 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 no. I said no because you know what? <laughs> I have, to this day, I have yet to feel comfortable to ask a man that I've been involved with for money but that for me that's a pride thing yeah but I'd that's much also rather a rally relationship around. thing too if you're dating somebody we, right exactly I, i've never if i'm dating you and we're a boyfriend a boyfriend then i feel comfortable asking you for money yes. if we're just like you know hanging out kicking and, and that's like what we, were doing. we were hanging out each other no 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 i'm not i don't got ask too me many money i, no. I got too many friends to in the rolodex to ask before i ask you it's i go to cousins Aunts, uncles, before right. I ask. I well, have too much pride to ask you for anything. Do, and nowadays, there's Zile and Cash App. It's Zell. Zell, Zile. I you know, like a little it's Zell. flash to it. You tried that. <laughs> but there's so many ways. It's like Washington Mutual is not the go-to. We're at the wait, you know, seven days to or get Western money. Western Union. That's what I meant, Western Union. Um, but, yeah, like it's, it's nowadays it's so easy to send money. And so you going to someone that you met – on an app two months ago for a couple hundred um, bones. It's no. And it's funny because I had a friend who has actually every guy he dates asked him for money and he's a producer. What? Yes. Oh no man. He moved here. He need from, to explore that. Uh, DC or Atlanta. And so he has, he's a producer. He has a very nice car and he needs to explore mm-hmm. the, whatever that is. Cause he's attracting a certain type of guy. Yup. For sure. Yup. Maybe he likes needy men. Until they feel young com- men. Until they feel comfortable enough to ask him for something, right? Because he, he's and our then age. He's turned off. Um, but he dates a lot of people. But I'm saying younger. there's, you know, there's wounded bird complex. Even I've fa- fallen prey of it, but not fiscally. Hmm. But there, there's wounded bird when you attract wounded birds, or you, oh yeah, or you seek out wounded birds because mm-hmm. it's easy to have a pet project who you can sleep with than to, you know, have someone mm-hmm. that'll hold you equally as accountable. I've fallen prey to that. Equally but yoked. No man except for that one person has ever asked me for money, ever. And I've never asked, I have never, in all my years of being involved with men, ever asked a man for money. Now, if he yeah. offers it, that's one thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to take it now. Don't mm-hmm. play. Don't play. I ain't gonna, Thanks, Daddy. I ain't going to front <laughs> on the kiss and tell now. If he offer it, right. going to take it. Right. Depending on the logistics of our, because you know some people be feeling like you know they try to flip it on you, and now all of a sudden you in a relationship right. with Nate, well, where I he owe, like, well you well, owe me that one time that right. like mm-hmm. excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it de- it certainly depends for me, but yeah. uh, no, I've never done outside inside relationships. Obviously, it's a give and take. Um, yeah. But if if we're dating and nah, nah it's not for me. Um, but yeah, that was my topic. All right, let's move on. All right, time for the Kiss and Tell kudos. So, next, um, we have the KAT kudos. 
So this week's KET Kutos goes to one of um, my Twitter faves. Uh, his name is Henry. And I want to say congratulations to him because he actually posted his first article on thebody.com. So I've worked with the body. The body? Mm-hmm. It's not a porn site. Don't get crazy. <laughs> Buffy the body. <laughs> um, is actually a health site. Um, and they've actually gotten really progressive with their content. I was actually with on one uh, when it came to Ed Buck and um, that whole situation that's going on with Crystal Meth in Hollywood. But he actually pr- uh, wrote his first article, and it is titled, Into Anal? Find Planning Meals Around Sex a Hassle? Question mark. It's called Insta Anal? <laughs> into Anal. <laughs> oh. Into, like into more. Remember that video okay. we shot? Yes. Um, here's uh, a way to how to get ready in 15 minutes. And so he addresses um, Imodium AD, um, so that's a anti-diarrhea pill, and it stops you up from having a bowel movement for 12 to 24 hours. Ooh, um, child. No, no <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so it is not meant to be used to be a bottom. Um, it's actually meant for like health purposes, but um, it says it could cause constipation, so don't take it daily. He also mentioned Pure for Men, which I'm like, Pure for Men is literally a daily fiber supplement. I don't know why it's for men, because anal sex would be for anybody. They also have Pure for Women, though, Oh, too. they do? Yeah, okay, I, I believe so. I've heard of it, but I'm just like... I feel like it was one of those like fragile masculinity, like, you know, the men wipes? Of course, and, it's, and, it, and it also helps because they're targeted to a certain demographic. True. It's only a certain demographic mm-hmm. buying pure for men. If huh? they you, um, use the blue and the um, gray. But yeah, um, congratulations to him. Uh, he is, His name is Henry uh, Filia, and he's a freelance writer from Washington, D.C., metro area, and now he's in Brooklyn. And he works and focuses on sex positivity and education, primarily with LGBTQIA issues. So I'll post the article and tag him in it. And so congratulations to him. And um yeah, anything else? I have I have nothing. 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 If I don't. Oh, it's Leo have season. Your bell. And DiCaprio? Whit- no, it's Leo zodiac sign, and Whitney is a Leo. Someone I just said, if you're that. a Leo, let me know. It's like a Leo, you no alone. Shade. No shade. <laughs> really quickly before we get out of here. Leo, me alone. <laughs> Really quickly before we get out of here, my two biggest heartbreaks that I've suffered have come from Leos. One July 23rd, one August 2nd. I don't know if I know any Leos, to be honest. You know plenty of Leos. I know, I know Melanie. Happy birthday. She's coming up. You know James. You know Anthony. You know. Okay, I should say on a romantic level. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Anthony's uh, a Leo too. Oh, his birthday's like next week. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. birthday Sunday, I think. His br- his party was so much fun. It was very. It was in Gardena, which is like Compton adjacent in South LA. It was very oh, insecure. James, yeah, yeah, James' birthday party. He turned thirty. Happy birthday to him. But it was very like insecure, chill. I t- I texted him and told him it was one of the best days of the summer. Of I my absolutely summer. agree. One Hot of my summer. best days. If we did it again this Saturday, I'd be game for absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Plenty. Of, I that the the say. Which I didn't have any of the of the of the Negro yeah. drink. They're trying to give me the drive the boat, but I said I declined. I I drove the boat. And speaking of, you drove the boat. Yeah, I drove it a few times in the pool. Oh, oh yes, hot girl summer. I really appreciated everything. She just appears to be just a little bit ghetto to me. <laughs> a little bit ghetto, you know, a little bit hood. That's what for was all of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you calling James Ghetto and Hood? Yeah. Oh. Well, he's a class act. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to Anthony. Um, you know where to find us. God, I felt like we did a lot of mindless talking this week. Listen, next we? week we're going to – yeah, I do. I feel like we have a lot of just craziness. We're going to try to have a guest next week. I'm working on no, booking. No, we are. I'm working on booking somebody right now. We actually like our first like episode back. Like last week we were just like cutting the shit. So yeah. We actually had, like, and this week feels structure. the same to me. <laughs> so we will have a guest next Get week. Get the people what they want. And, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm now we're just BSing. I'm done. I really am done. Okay. All right, you guys. You got to go. Okay. Shark says so at Jason Barron at hashtag KT Radio. Till next week. Peace out. Keep God first. <laughs> Amen. Some Bye. people are a pastor.